Ahoy! <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to The Pirate's Booty, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures, also the official podcast of Dead and Buried Treasures. I, of course, am Eric Sprouse, series creator and your host, Captain Calico Drake, where we will be taking your booty calls for the next hour regarding tonight's movie and what happened in the show and our queue is already filled i knew that was going to happen because we had a pretty good i thought we had a pretty good cliffhanger tonight didn't you yeah it wasn't too it wasn't too shabby you know it's funny my producer for walk the plank rich kanji uh really gets into the cliffhangers <laughs> i don't even know if he watches the whole show i know he'll tune in for the last five minutes <laughs> that makes me laugh um so we had a pretty good uh, cliffhanger tonight. I, I like, I'm starting to take a little bit of pride in those now. Uh, he calls the villains that we have on the show Batman-esque. You know, uh, uh, it's my own version of Mr. Freeze, the Penguin, Catwoman, the Riddler. You know, I got uh, all new villains on there. Captain Walter Time and the one guy who we don't know who it is yet. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. So uh, tonight's show is sponsored by Redbubble.com. For all your dead and buried treasures, merchandise, leggings, laptop sleeves, uh, you know, you name it, shower curtains, posters, frames, blankets, you get it through redbubble.com. Just shop the store for Captain Calico Drake. Uh, our other sponsor is uh, uh, Phoenix Comics and Toys, home of the official Dead and Buried Treasures Fan Club. Uh, where you can also, if you be, by becoming a member, you can get a decoder statue and take part in the fun that we do during the show when I send secret messages out to the crew where you could win prizes unavailable to the public. Um, also comes with an 8x10, a quarterly newsletter, and a lot more fun, piratey goodness. <laughs> uh, that's uh, through Phoenix Comics and Toys. Other sponsors tonight I wanted to recognize, uh, they don't so much sponsor the podcast as they did uh, the main show, was Steel City Con, uh, where tonight on the show we decided to try and kidnap William Shatner and hold him for a pirate's ransom. And our other sponsor was the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival, uh, where you can venture back to the past and be a pirate like us. That's the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival. And uh, what would you think of tonight's episode? Yeah, it was long. Yeah, it was a long one. Um, you know, this this one was a long one because there were so many effect shots. And when I say effect shots, I don't mean just like special effects like bombs and laser guns. I mean like whenever I have a photo and I put it in the show, it ugh, it's it, it takes a long time to render. And of course, we had all the explosions at the end and things like that. So it took a long time to put this one together. Yeah. So, but hey, I know we got a lot of calls in the queue. I don't want to waste any time. Uh, we just finished watching The Man in the Attic, which was the story about a woman who rents a room to a tenant that she slowly begins to suspect he is Jack the Ripper. And uh, that was a good one. I'm not a big Jack Palance fan. Is it Palance or Palance? Huh? Yeah. Jack Palance fan, but uh, I really enjoyed him when his career got older. I really... I didn't, I, he was okay in Shane and some of his old movies. He was great in tonight's movie, but I really preferred him when he got older. I loved him as uh, Curly in the City Slickers movies. He won an Oscar for it. 
I loved those movies. And um, also, who could forget him doing the one-handed push-ups on the stage at the Oscars? That was just amazing. I couldn't do a one-handed push-up. If you, if, you, if you set a sack of gold pieces right there, I couldn't do a one-handed push-up. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and I loved him as Carl Grissom in the, uh, the Batman uh, Batman Night 89 with uh, Michael Keaton. They needed somebody to be more powerful than the Joker, an on-screen presence, and they got it when they took Jack Palance. That worked out well. So we watched the movie. It was really good. We're here to take your questions about the movie and about the creation of the episode, about our cliffhanger, about the mythology. This was kind of a standalone episode until the final 10 minutes where we had a cliffhanger that was mythology-related. So uh, we have a full queue. And for the next hour, we will be taking your phone calls uh, to answer some of tonight's piratey-themed goodness. So, what do you say? You ready, Dave? All right, let's let's get to our first call tonight. Let's just jump right in. I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see, get some feedback on the show from people tonight and see what they have to say. So, this first call comes from Arlene in uh, Wheeling, West Virginia. And... She has a question about the cliffhanger. Arlene, how are things in Wheeling, West Virginia tonight? Good evening, Captain. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm a first-time caller. Oh, well, welcome aboard. Glad to have you, Arlene. Just wondering, why did it take so long to produce an episode this time around? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about that here uh, a couple of minutes ago. Uh, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love your show, and the quality that you put into it is, well, I mean, better than any other horror house show I've seen, but... Thank you. Is there a reason it took so long to produce this one? Was this supposed to be last month? Uh, yes, this was supposed to be our August show. You're pretty good for that, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you watched the show, I'm glad you're a, a viewer, I'm glad you have a fun time with it. Yeah, this was supposed to be our August show, and it took me a lot longer, my... Putting it together on uh, the computer with the effects just takes a long time to render, and it just kept crashing on me, and I had a power outage. I had a whole thing. Dave, I don't even think you knew about this. I had snakes in my garage on the day I was supposed to render this last week to get it at BPTV's hands, and I got preoccupied with... I, I had police officers come to... I'll tell you about that in a minute. It was a whole thing with snakes. <laughs> But yeah, Arlene, this was supposed to be our August show. Uh, well, fair skies and travels, and I can't wait to see next month's show. Thank you. Is it really a Gilligan's Island episode where they get rescued? <laughs> yeah, um, well, let me answer a couple things first, Arlene. Uh, yeah, first of all, this was supposed to be on last month. I got tied up just last week, and I didn't even tell you about this. I had snakes in my garage. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. I found them in my food pantry downstairs. I have like a little pantry in my garage. I just keep dried goods. Not like bagged food and chips and stuff, but like canned goods. I open it up to get some sodas out of there and there's something moving in there and it's a snake. I'm like, oh my God, who do you even call for that? I didn't feel like tackling it myself and getting a garbage can and all that nonsense. So I, <laughs> I called the police. I called 911 and said, what do you do? And they said, uh, well, you just we'll send a unit out. Three units showed up, like a little overkill, but hey, I can't appreciate them enough. They came, they took care of it, they got rid of the snake. And the funny thing was, when they were getting rid of the snake, the one guy goes, well, I know why you got a snake problem. Why's that? Oh, the mouse. 
I'm like, what? So I got a zoo in my garage, you know? It's like, uh, well, anyway, I got that all cleared up. But that happened like two days before I was supposed to render the episode to get it in the, our flagship station's hands at BPTV. And that stopped me the whole day. And I missed the deadline. And I couldn't get it till the next week. So that's it was supposed to be on about a week earlier, which still would have been September, but it would have been closer to August, obviously. So yeah, we this one ran long, and uh, it was my fault completely. You know, I'm I'm going to take complete responsibility for that. It just I had some effect shots I wanted in there. We had the effect shot at the end involving Captain Time's ship, and it was just a long thing to have to put together. And uh, I apologize for that. And but yes, next month's movie. We are doing rescue from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> There's a reason for it. It's not so much horror related, but you know what? Not a lot of people know that they made an episode. Uh, they made a, They brought a movie, brought the whole cast back to do a movie for Gilligan's Island where they get rescued. They actually did three of them. Did you know that? Yeah, three of them. And... Um, so yeah, they did three of these movies. I remember one was with the Harlem Globetrotters when they went back to the island and opened up a resort. I do remember that. Uh, but this is the one where they get rescued. And we're angling it from the, we're taking it from the horror angle of, and it's kind of there. It, a tsunami is coming and the professor <laughs> discovers there's a tsunami coming and it's going to wipe out the island. So they have to build a boat and get the hell out of there. And that's the, the horror aspect of it all. Did you know that, Dave? Hmm. Oh, no, that's coffee. It's late. <laughs> so, yes, that is what we're doing next month, and that is why we took so long. Thank you for the call, Arlene, in Wheeling, West Virginia. This next call comes from Rob, who has a question about, oh, yeah, about our, uh, well, we call them floaters here at the station. Or walk the plank cut-ins. Uh, yeah, you had a... Hi, Rob. Good evening. You're on uh, the Pirate's Booty. Hey, I got through. Thank you for <laughs> taking my call, Mr. Sparrows. You're welcome. Another great show, as always. Thank you. So, a question of the hour. Did you ever get around to meeting that legendary William Shatner? <laughs> yes, I did. I did get a chance to meet Bill Shatner. He's a really nice guy. He's... Uh, he is... Uh, you know, I, here's the best compliment I can pay him. I hope to God that when I hit his age, if I'm still around, I have the energy and the enthusiasm, the tact, and the sharpness that he does. He tells the greatest stories, and they're just so funny. And uh, from Star Trek to TJ Hooker to Rescue 911 to that show he did with Terry Bradshaw, and it was, uh, he's just so funny and great. I, He's he's a true icon. He's like he's like Betty White. He really is. Well, some people would call it a long show tonight, but I think of it as an event once a month that's totally worth it. Thank you. I'm also a big fan of those cut-ins you do with that walk the plank update. Oh yes, we did that new this time around. Um, we call those floaters, and the reason we do that, Rob, is because. Um, when we do the walk the plank show, we shoot it a little bit ahead of time, but some things will change. And like, for example, we talk about how we're back on in Fayette County now uh, through CUTV. And we're on in Washington and Fayette counties through that, through uh, California University's TV channel. And um, 
on channel 62 uh, on Armstrong Cable and 17 on Atlantic Broadband. That might be the other way around, but it's channel 17 and 62 in those territories. And we're on Wednesday afternoons at noon. Well, they added us to the Friday night schedule finally. And when we found that out, we'd already shot What the Plank. So we do these little floaters now where we cut in during the movie in a commercial break and we give you like a little walk the plank news update i thought that was fun those are cute they're informative and i love doing those so that that worked out very well thanks again on that love how they're all geared towards new news on the show yes i did too have a good one captain oh thank you so much for the call 412-691-3803 is the number uh, i like those little cut-ins do we did you like those Oh yeah, yeah, and it was, and we do like a little, we have a little ticker down at the bottom. We do like a little news update. I, 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 and it's for the show, you know, it's just for the show that we do the updates. But I think that's important because there's some stuff that goes on that we want to get on last second that we don't get a chance to talk about, and we'll say, well, we'll cover it next month, and we never do because we forget about it. <laughs> I know, right? So yes, so 412-691-3803 is the number for the Pirate's Booty at WDBT Radio. This is our official podcast for Dead and Buried Treasures and our official after show for Dead and Buried Treasures. We'll be taking your call for another 45 minutes. Uh, So call and get in. The queue is filled, but it will empty out as I take the call. Speaking of which, this call comes from... Uh, Columbus, Ohio, and Bobby has a question about the backlogged, the backlogged decoders. Bobby, how how are things in Columbus tonight? Um, hi, Eric. Um, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'm a first-time caller and uh, stumbled across your show about like maybe a month ago, and uh, I got caught up uh, watching you uh, your I think second and third seasons. Um, uh, <laughs> um. I love it, <laughs> and I love old monster movies, and uh, um, I've seen other horror movie hosts before, but uh, your show by far has something just fabulous. Thank you. Um, uh, it's just well done, fun, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, my son has watched this with me because he loves horror books, too, um, and so we joined your fan club. Um, and let me say, the kit was amazing. Um, from the newsletter to the statue, just amazing. I want to ask, is there any way to collect the uh, uh, past statues like Santa Drake on the, or the, um, I'm sorry, the patriotic uh, pirate decoder that uh, looks like Uncle Sam? Uh, you know, that's a good question, and I'm glad you asked that. Um, that is a, uh, here's how, here's, I, I don't know the answer, though. <laughs> Uh, you kind of threw me on that, Bobby. Um, the best way to do that is to contact Phoenix Comics and Toys and talk to the artist down there. His name's Rob Fleck. Uh, I think he will tell you that as of right now, no. There is not because they are the, fir- the first, they were collector's items. They were offered at the time that they were available and we gave everybody, we notified everybody, for example, the Uncle Sam ones that came out on Memorial Day, the 4th of July. We said, you have them until the end of July, and after that, they're gone forever. Uh, same thing about Christmas last year, because we have a new seasonal one coming out in the spring, uh, spring of 2022, which would be geared toward St. Patrick's Day, where I will be dressed up as a leprechaun. And... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't wait to see that one. Uh, but uh, I think he's going to tell you no, they are not. But, but, because we're doing them seasonally, uh, he may tell you to check back in, you know, for the Santa Drake one around Christmas. Uh, I'm leaving that up to the artist uh, entirely. If he wants to make more and have like a the version come out again, you know, uh, I, I'm all for it. Uh, same thing with the uh, Patriotic Pirate Decoder, uh, the one like Uncle Sam. We might re-release that uh, next summer between Memorial Day and the 4th of July. So if you're still with us and still with the show, obviously you sound like you're big fans since you're members of the fan club, uh, you and your family. Uh, that's probably what I would recommend. But that would not be my call. That would be his call as the artist. I would get in contact with him. Phoenix Comics and Toys, uh, if you want. Dave, why don't you put her on hold, and I will get back, and I'll, and, and why don't you give her the number for Rob? Yeah, for the toy store. Yeah, otherwise, uh, for anybody listening out there, you could probably just contact him, th- again, through Phoenix Comics and Toys, and he could give you a better idea. Uh, 412-691-3803 is the number for the Pirate's Booty. This is the official after show for Dead and Buried Treasures and the official podcast. And speaking of the podcast, you can now hear us on several venues. And I wanted to bring that to people's attention too. Uh, you can bring it, hear us on several venues. Uh, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Pocket Casters. And wherever else you can hear a podcast, wherever it is available. Sp- uh, I said Spotify, right? Yeah, and 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 all these other gif- different places, a plethora of different places to hear the podcast and our after show. Make sure you check it out. Uh, we got the idea of doing the podcast through Anchor. Uh, so if you get the app for Anchor, you could probably find us on there first and foremost, if you're really looking for us, or any place else. Just search for Dead and Buried Treasures, or I'm sorry, The Pirate's Booty, and I, there'll be a whole episode listing on there for different episodes we do for the podcast. So by all means, check it out. It's worth it. It'll be a lot of fun to you. Right? <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Uh, grumble, grumble, grumble. It's uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, 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 um, coffee. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's all right. Wake up, Dave. Uh, wake the kids. Phone the neighbors. It's Captain Drake, and I'm here to talk about pirate goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Dave's in the studio, and he's like my my engineer, and he's kind of falling asleep. Hold that thought. Oh. That's my wake-up Java. No, that's a vanilla latte right there, babe. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So 412-691-3803 is the Pirate's Booty. This next call is from Phoenix, Arizona. Tom, you had a question about, looks like Tom has a question about the mermaid tonight. Welcome to the Pirate's Booty, Tom. You're on the air. Hello, Mr. Sprouse. Hello. Hey, I love your show. Thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. You know, I, I love the after show too. And it's like they say, it's like The Walking Dead. When The Walking Dead started their after show, they said, hey, you're not successful unless you have an after show. So we do an after show. Then they said, hey, you're not successful. We have a pre-show. So we do a pre-show. We love talking and getting feedback from everybody. It's such a fun night. I always look forward to these kind of things because it's like one of our callers said earlier. It's much like an event. 
Um, I have a question, if that's okay. Absolutely. What can we do for you? It, it's kind of unrelated to tonight. Um, uh, okay, shoot. Whatever happened to, uh, Mermaid Marabella? Oh, yeah. Do you have any plans on bringing her back? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Mirabella, uh, you know, the funny thing is, because we only do 10 of these in a year, um, we just can't have everybody on the show. And we have a lot of characters. We have uh, me, we have Jack, we have Davy Bones, we have Professor Gertie, we have Mirabella. Uh, we're introducing a new one next month, Jasper the Caretaker. Uh, we have the villains. You know, the Wraith Brothers. We have the new villain who's going to be our main villain. You don't quite know who he is yet. Um, Captain Walter Time, we might even release as a collectible uh, figurine. You know, uh, there's a whole bunch of, that. you know, there's my ex-wife that's been on the show. There's Reggie. Oh, my gosh. How am I going to forget Reggie? So we have all these characters. We just can't fit them all on the same show all the time. So, yes, we are bringing Mirabella back. Uh, she will be back, I believe, in two episodes. I believe she will be back in a couple episodes. And uh, the young lady who plays Mirabella, Aline Isley, she has now is now one of my assist, associate producers on the show because she is getting us into Moon Township in the Pittsburgh area, which is going to be another, I don't know, thousands upon thousands of more homes in the Pittsburgh area. So we're really opening up in Pittsburgh. Uh, because she is one of my producers now. So, yeah, I don't have any plans to let her go anywhere. <laughs> She's very valuable to us and the show, and I appreciate everybody that does their thing for Captain Drake and company here. So, yes, uh, Mirabella will be back. And i got to tell you something, too, real quick. This might be an aside. Um, we're planning on launching... I don't want to say a toy line. That's not correct. Uh, a whole bunch of, of those small, I want to call them bobbleheads, but they're not, like mini figurines of our entire cast uh, through Phoenix Comics and Toys. That will be happening very soon. She is one of them that will be released, as well as Jasper next month when we introduce him. Uh, Rich Kanji, who is the host for Walk the Plank. Professor Gertie, Jack, Davy Bones. There already is one for Jack and Davy Bones. Uh, you can find through there. Um, the villains, uh, Reggie, you know, things like that. So we are having several uh, characters uh, released as those mini toys. Uh, they'll stand about three inches tall, but more on that later. That'll happen soon. Um, but she is one of the characters that we are going to release. We're really looking forward to that. So thank you, Tom, for your call, and I hope that answers your question about Mirabella. Yes, she is coming back. 412-691-3803. You are listening to WDBT Radio, a fictitious pirate radio station that carries the official after show for Dead and Buried Treasures, the Pirate's Booty. And we'll be right back after this. Phoenix Comics and Toys has done it again. My decoder's here! Yar, me hearties! The Dead and Buried Treasure Fan Club is now accepting me through. Each fan club kit contains one decoder statue with a secret compartment containing your doubloon. 
one autographed photo of the captain and Jack, and one welcoming letter. Yar! My gold balloon! Decode each episode's code for a chance to win prizes. Yar! <laughs> Set sales to Etsy and Facebook to order yours today. Yar! Buster, your brother needs to use the bathroom. Get your Dead and Buried Treasures merchandise at redbubble.com with the search words Dead and Buried Treasures. T-shirts, travel mugs, hoodies, blankets, phone cases, and much, much more. You too can even take a shower with Captain Calico Drake with a shower curtain. This is ridiculous. How is this even possible? That's redbubble.com and use the search words Dead and Buried Treasures. So what are you waiting for? You too can be as cool as a pirate. Yes, of course. That's redbubble.com and search for Dead and Buried Treasures. Redbubble.com. That I thought I would dabble in the art world myself. That's redbubble.com and search for Dead and Buried Treasures. Uh, they'll no doubt want to pay top dollar for me, service. Ah! Hey, Davy! What is it, Jack? Did you hear what the captain is doing on the Dead and Buried Treasures Facebook page? No! What? He's giving away free passes for haunted Halloween attractions in a new contest throughout the month of October! Really? That's a hell of a lot of savings for the crew! How does he do it? Ah! I know! When the show airs its watch parties on Wednesdays and Fridays on Facebook, sometime during the course of the night, Captain Drake will sign in the chat room and give everyone the code! And then what? Well, you would need to email us with the code when he gives it. So everything is time-stamped? Ah, uh, yes. And the first correct response to the captain from the watch party receives free passes to one of the haunted attractions in the Pittsburgh area, including Allen's Haunted Hayrides, Rich's Fright Farm, or the Haunted Hills Estate. Ah, uh, <laughs> wow, that is spectacular. And just in time for Halloween. Ah, uh, and that's not all. All of the contestants for the show who write in are automatically entered into a grand prize drawing that will be revealed during our on the 30th, so you can use them on Halloween. But you have to attend our Facebook watch parties. Ah, what's the grand prize? Ah, the grand prize winner receives passes to all three haunted attractions. Wow, and at the cost of those attractions, that saves a bundle. It's like three theme parks. Ah, I know, it's a buried treasure in itself. And just a short drive away. Hey, wait, you're going to sign into the watch party and wait, aren't you? No, no, I, I would never do that. Uh, you, you're, you're breaking up, I'll call you back. What the? Oh, oh, no, you don't. I gotta run, Jack. I, uh, uh, I'm talking myself. Hey! Yeah! <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to The Pirate's Booty, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures and the official podcast for Dead and Buried Treasures. You can see the latter on Spotify, Pocket Casters, iTunes, Anchor, and an assortment of other uh, podcast availabilities wherever podcasts are heard, as they like to say. <laughs> and uh, we just wrapped up watching The Man in the Attic tonight uh, with Jack the Ripper. And uh, where the good captain, Captain Drake, me hearties, decided to kidnap William Shatner. 
And uh, we had a lot of fun doing that. And we unveiled some new plot points, a new cliffhanger. And we had a lot of fun doing that. And we're taking your phone calls for the next 30 minutes uh, regarding the show. And uh, the phone lines are open. There are a couple lines open. So please call and get in the queue. We know it's late. But, man, you people here in the Berg or wherever you're calling from. And our first couple of phone calls weren't even from the Berg, were they, Dave? Yeah, they're all up. You know what? A lot of them come from the West Coast, where here it's 3 in the morning or 3.30 in the morning, but out there it's just a little after midnight. Big difference. Where'd those calls come from? Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona, where else? Well, Columbus, Ohio. Oh, the one was from Pittsburgh, yeah. Wheeling, West Virginia. Yeah, well, I guess there's a couple from around here, but there's, it's kind of neat when they have some on the West Coast as well. What's that? Oh, yeah, the next call is from the West Coast. Well, let's get right to it. 412-691-3803 is the number. This next number, this next number call comes from Los Angeles. Why can't I talk tonight? I'm putting consonants on the end of words that don't need it. Is it the coffee? <laughs> okay, I did a little bit more. Okay, so this next call comes from Los Angeles. And Tammy has a question on uh, the double agent scenario we have on the show. And some of the celebrities are on the show tonight. Tammy, you're on the Pirate's Booty. What can we do for you tonight? Thank you for taking my call, Dr. Sproul. Oh. We're big fans of Ben Barry Treasures in my family. And keeps getting better and better. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I don't know how you knew I was a doctor. Uh, but yes, in my as my alter ego... I am a doctor. I am Dr. Sprouse. I, I am a college professor. And um, <laughs> I don't ever throw that term around, but that's the truth. I, I'm, that's a, I can't say it's a good guess, but thank you. I appreciate the recognition on that. <laughs> we go to conventions once in a while, and I can't believe the number of people you met in your travels. Oh. Did you really meet all those famous people in your show tonight? Uh, yes, I did. Um, you know, it makes it sound like I have this wonderfully exciting life, and I really don't. <laughs> Dave's out there in the booth. Yeah. Yep. Um, I go to a lot of uh, pop culture sci-fi conventions, and I've met a lot of these people at those kind of at those conventions and things like that. And uh, but in addition to that, I've worked on a lot of movies. Uh, a lot of the ones particularly shot in the Pittsburgh area. And I've worked on a lot of stuff from, oh my, uh, you name it. Uh, my favorite I worked on was Silence of the Lambs. Uh, it won five Oscars. It's the last film that swept the Oscars, and I was really proud of that one. Uh, I worked on Striking Distance with Bruce Willis. I worked on uh, The Avengers. Uh, when it was shot in Cincinnati, and I lived in Cincinnati, and I got some work out there on that as well. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises, when they shot it here in Pittsburgh, and they blew up Heinz Field, and I got to get down and meet a lot of the Steelers. That was my personal fun. I got to—I got a picture of me sitting on the Batmobile too. <laughs> you see, the thing is, you're not allowed to have cameras on the set, but because of that simple reason. But you know, you have it—you have it in your cell phone. And I had a chance. I'm like, oh, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Even if I get fired, i got to get me a picture of me on the Batmobile. But I'm not going to post it anywhere. That's the thing. I don't want to post it because I don't want to get in trouble. But, man, I had to take it, you know. 
And so you get, a, you get a chance to meet all these people. When I worked on Inspector Gadget, I worked on uh, Kingpin, uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Diary of the Dead. I've worked on a lot of stuff because a lot of these movies have been made where I was there and when the wheel went around, I just happened to be available. And uh, I did a lot of scouting and, 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 and things like that. And, and in my earlier days, I did a lot of security. It was just fun. And um, so... Yes, so I did meet a lot of these actors, uh, but I couldn't show any. I worked on Groundhog Day too with Bill Murray. He's a sweet man, probably one of the funniest men I've ever met. But because Dave was in the gym, didn't you work on Groundhog Day? Yeah, Groundhog Day. Um, so yeah, I've met a lot of these people. So none of these photos were photoshopped. These were all genuine. These were all celebrities that I met, and that's why I used them on the show. So yes. Oh, I'll be honest. Yours is such a fun show, and I'm glad to see you have all your characters back. And I can't wait to see who that double agent is. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Tammy. We were talking uh, before your call because uh, Dave, he's not that loyal. He doesn't watch the whole show. It, what? <laughs> He's like, I got a life. Uh, I know. I get it. I Don't we all? I get it. I wish I had one. Um, but uh, we were talking about that he watches the cliffhangers. You know, he wants to see what's going on. So Rich is like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's like, uh, tell me about this double agent thing. Who's the double agent? I said, all right, well, you got a, what, half dozen to a dozen choices? Uh, and I, I haven't even let on a clue about who it is or why or anything yet. So that's something I got cooking in the can. Um, so yes, that's going to be a big thing that happens in the next few episodes as well as an upcoming battle. And I, I don't know when that's going to happen just yet, but it's happening because you got the villains starting to amass. Drake is completely clueless. Uh, they want the island and they want to know the location. Because they realize the power of the island and it can create anything you see in the movies. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, um, one of my friend, one of my buddies brought it up to me and said, it's a lot like the last action hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. We have the golden ticket. And if you, you can go into the movie and take anything out of any movie ever made, like a lightsaber or King Kong or something. I said, it's a little like that. I, I never thought about that before. But yeah, so the island can recreate these movie props or anything you've seen in the movies and bring them to reality so yeah it's a little like that it's a little like that but um yeah i just uh so the double agent there's a lot of uh, conspiracy going on it's all right under drake's nose he has no idea so uh we don't know who the double agent is if the double but we know what we do know about the double agent because i said this in the last episode or maybe the one before that that it's somebody that's uh, in Drake's life, in some way, I know. I know you had said it, you thought it was Mer uh, Mirabella, the mermaid. Rich, or who was it? Was it Rich? Somebody said that they thought it was um, Reggie, which would be a logical choice because he's only in and out. He's just enough to be in his life, and he marooned Captain Drake on the island back when we hosted Long John Silver. He's up to no good, but he's just funny, you know. Uh, so there's been a lot of questions on who the mer or who the uh, double agent is. So <laughs> I know you're like, well, there was a slip of the tongue. Did you think I was going to say mermaid? No, nah, I don't know. It might be Mirabella. Who knows? It could be anybody. So yes, uh, thank you so much. I appreciate the call, Tammy. 
uh, from Los Angeles. That was really nice of you to uh, talk about that with us. So 412-691-3803 is the number for the Pirate's Booty. We will be taking your booty calls for another 20 to 25 minutes or so. Uh, this next call is from Green Bay, Wisconsin. This is Chris. And um, he has a question about one of the characters that seemingly met his demise tonight, Captain Walter Time. Chris, you're on the Pirate's Booty. How are you? Hey, Captain. Uh, thanks for taking my call. You bet. That was an awesome show tonight, and I watched all the way to the very end. Every time you get to a part where there's a cliffhanger, I keep thinking to myself, it can't be better than the last time when you killed off Captain Walter. <laughs> I, mean, I was absolutely shocked. Hmm. Uh, so is he, has he been completely killed off? I mean, is he absolutely gone? Uh, you know, <laughs> I want to stick to my guns and say absolutely, because that was big. And I needed something to happen for the villain, the new villain we're introducing, to show he's no nonsense. You know, he's not taking any BS. I wanted this new villain to be like diabolical I wanted him to be an actual threat for Drake and company and uh, a lot of the villains I introduced in the show are a lot like that but I needed somebody powerful and what better way to uh, introduce him as being a kick-ass villain than to murder off one of kill off one of his own but it's kind of like Leonard Nimoy said when he made Star Trek II. And this goes way, way back into the early 80s. I'll never forget this quote because I was a big Star Trek geek. I was a Trekkie. Uh, he said, um, no one ever really dies in science fiction. So I thought about that and I said, you know, what a twist that it would be if you know time wasn't dead. But... It looks pretty decisive tonight, I would say. Uh, so, to answer your question is, uh, yes. <laughs> but with an asterisk that says, mm, but you know, never cut out the chance of the world of sci-fi and pop culture. That's what makes it so much fun. 412-691-3803 is the number for the Pirate's Booty, where we, we will be taking your booty calls for another 20 minutes. This next call comes from Dusty in Chesapeake Bay, Maryland. Oh, that's real close to where I used to teach down that way at uh, the College of Southern Maryland. Yeah, about 10 years ago. 15? No, 10, 10 or 11 years ago, I taught down there. Oh, I had a beautiful home down there. Yeah, it was like right in the bay. I watched those big, giant ships go past me. I loved it, but then the recession came and destroyed everything, so I had to leave. I ended up in Ohio, <laughs> but there was nothing wrong with that. I went to Ohio and taught in Cincinnati, and I made a lot of money out there, so I couldn't complain too much. Uh, anyway, this next call is from Chesapeake Bay, Maryland, and uh, Dusty has a question about uh, our next movie. Is that correct? Dusty, you're on the Pirate's Booty. How are things tonight? Good evening, Calico Drake. Good evening. I'm a big fan of the show, and I just want to confirm something that I done read in a message in a bottle. Shoot. And see if it's a joke or not. Are you really going to be hosting Rescue from Gilligan's Island next month? <laughs> you know, somebody else asked, asked me that question, Dustin. <laughs> How is that a horror movie? How's being on an island with Ginger and Marianne? A horror movie. Well, uh, th 
The way I'm angling it, you have to see, and you have to see why we're hosting it. Because we're introducing a new character, and it has, it has a lot to do with the new character. It has a lot to do with the island. I wanted an island movie, and uh, I thought about doing the film Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. Because it takes it's a zombie movie on an island, and I still might do, do that. But I needed something... You'll have to see how it relates to the character we're introducing. So I take it from the angle that uh, it's kind of like the reason when we hosted Scrooge uh, for Christmas. How is that a horror movie? Well, we cheered for the ghosts. You know, uh, uh, Jacob Marley. You know, we, che we cheered for him. He was evil. He was bad. You know, so we're taking it from a different angle that a tsunami is going to wipe out the lovable cast of Gilligan's Island. And that's pretty threatening. That's pretty horrific. And I tell you what, when they made the movie, I will say, the, the tidal wave does wipe out the island. So that's kind of uh, horror-related. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Uh, can't wait to hear the answer. I'll be watching either way. Sounds like it'll be a fun time. Thanks again for everything you do. Oh, you're welcome, Dusty. And so to answer your question... Yes, uh, we are hosting Rescue from Gilligan's Island. Not a lot of people knew about it. I think if people were to watch this movie, they'd tune in and watch because a lot of people didn't even know they got rescued from Gilligan's Island. And I think that'll be a lot of fun. And it's next month is kind of a standalone episode. It has a little bit to do with the mythology, but it's a lot of comedy. And uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And we start getting into the double agent themed uh, storyline and go from there it'll be a lot of fun i think you'll i think you'll like it and dusty i appreciate the call 412-691-3803 is the number for the pirate's booty we will be taking your booty calls for another 15 minutes we like to do as we do every week after the show ends we just watched the conclusion of man in the attic tonight and we are taking your calls about the show the movie and anything else that is pirate related and uh this next call is coming from oh right down the road cannonsburg pennsylvania and she has another question about the double agent scenario and the clues uh judy you are on the pirate's booty how are you tonight captain permission to come aboard Our permission granted matey glad to have you thank you I just wanted to let you know, my family and I have been listening to your podcast and watching your show for a couple of years, and I think it's amazing. You're doing a great job. Well, thank you so much. I love to have wonderful feedback like that. Uh, I'm waiting for the phone call that comes across that says, you guys suck. <laughs> and I know they're out there because... If anybody watched, and it's probably still available on our Facebook or YouTube page, if anybody watched um, the pre-show tonight with uh, Rich Kanji hosting it, at the end, we did something that I, uh, we like to call mean tweets. And we got the inspiration from that because one day we were watching something on uh, Facebook or TikTok or something, and like they got the cast and crew of the Avengers movies. And uh, they would have them, with a straight face, read these really mean tweets that people would say about, you know, Tom Holland or uh, Robert Downey Jr. or Scarlett Johansson, and they would read stuff about their characters. And uh, so, occasionally, we get mean tweets about the show. 
And I take it as a compliment because, hey, you're watching. You know, and that's all we really care about. You know, we have a lot of fun with it. And whether they hate me or they don't hate me or they hate the show or they don't watch the show or they think it sucks, I don't care because there's no real rating system for this. We do it for the fun of it. And we started this a few a couple of years ago and we even plowed right through the pandemic because I think it's important for me to do my part. And what? And somebody said to me, well, what is your part? You keep saying that. My part during the pandemic and still, because the pandemic's still going on, we're just now starting to pull out of that nosedive, is I like to make people laugh. And I'm not a stand-up comic. There's no money in it. I just want to have fun, you know? And, I, and it's not much for me to host a movie that's fairly forgotten about over the years and uh, try to make people laugh. And I think that's important, especially during this time with riots and racism and all kinds of other nonsense that um, can be counterproductive to our society. You have vaccinated and non-vaxxers and all this other stuff. And, you know, it's important, I think, sometimes just to have a, a healthy moment where you turn that off and you just look and laugh at something and not think about all the seriousness in the world. Sorry, I had to get another drink of coffee. It is late, but that's why I like to do it. And um, so to answer your question, I, I, I'm, or answer your, uh, or get back to your feedback, I love having feedback, positive, negative. Um, but I, I've never had a negative call yet, knock on wood, as my grandma would say. Um, hold on. I had to do that. And... Uh, <laughs> Dave's all over. He's looking at me in from the booth again. You better not be touching the microphone. That's a sure microphone. I get it. No, I didn't knock on it. But uh, it, it's, uh, you know, I like to do my part for uh, the way the world is right now. And I can't do very much. Um, so at least I can do is make people laugh. And that's why 100% uh, of all the profits made from Redbubble, where if you buy Dead and Buried Treasures merch, merchandise, 100% of those proceeds go toward um, the ASPCA and the local shelter uh, here in Washington, Pennsylvania, where I'm, where's my hometown, and, uh, and the ASPCA, uh, because uh, often our four-legged friends are forgotten, and uh, I, that just makes me ill to my stomach, you know, uh, because everybody's all about the pandemic and BLM and you have all the everything but everything everybody forgets about our four-legged friends sometimes so that's where I like all those proceeds to go I have three rescue dogs myself they are the best dogs in the world that anybody could ever ask for I'm gonna be devastated when they go but uh, uh, please donate to the ASPCA buy yourself a dead and buried treasures t-shirt buy yourself a uh, some leggings. You don't have to go out and get the shower curtain. Although if you do get a shower curtain, you can now say you shower with Captain Calico Drake, which is pretty <laughs> odd. <laughs> but you can always say that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's all done in jest. But uh, the, the seriousness of that issue is not because uh, uh, that's why we donate the proceeds to the animal shelters and things like that. I think it's important. So, Thank you for your call, Judy, and thank you from Cannonsburg. 412-691-3803 is the number for the Pirate's Booty. Uh, we are taking your booty calls for another 
uh, five or ten minutes or so, uh, as long as time will permit. Uh, we tried to make this an hour show, so it fits as, a, fits as a nice package at the conclusion of our other movie. And tonight was a long one. It went three and a half. I get that. So we thought we were going to wrap it up in a half an hour, but we just couldn't do it. So I said, we're just going to make it a normal hour like we do because we forgot the after show is also our podcast. And we like to do a nice, clean one hour uh, show for both. Um, so uh, that's what we like to do. And that's we what we like to do. Uh, tonight's show is sponsored again by Redbubble.com for all your merchandise needs uh, of anything dead and buried related. Uh, you can get all kinds of uh, uh, merchandise from going to Redbubble and shopping the store of Captain Calico Drake. Uh, all the proceeds go to the local animal shelters or the ASPCA. Our other sponsors tonight include uh, Phoenix Comics and Toys, the home of the Dead and Buried Treasures fan club, where you can order a Captain Calico decoder statue and take part in the fun that we do during the show when I send secret text messages, secret codes out there that only members of the fan club can decode with that decoder statue. And I promise not to say drink your Ovaltine, but you'll also get a quarterly newsletter, uh, an 8x10 signed photograph customized between uh, Captain Drake and Jack, and a lot of other piratey goodness. Uh, other sponsors for tonight's show was the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival, uh, taking you back to our age in the piratey 1600s, as well as Steel City Con, which is where our episode took place tonight. Um, which was a lot of fun because, uh, uh, you know, we had the idea to kidnap uh, William Shatner and hold him for a piratey ransom. So it all came together in the show. So 412-691-3803 is the number for the Pirate's Booty. WDBT Radio. This next call comes from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where Scott has a question about uh, the villains. Oh, the villains in tonight's show, and who is this new guy? Scott, you're on WDBT. Go ahead. Thanks for taking my call, Eric. Sure thing. I can't elaborate enough how much I love the cliffhangers on your show. Thank you. I love the villains, and I know that's got to be leading to something. And the fact that you killed off Captain Time was an amazing <laughs> choice. Thanks. I had to back it up three times just to watch it again. <laughs> well, it was uh, difficult to part ways. I almost didn't do it, uh, but I I'm so glad that I did because the feedback has been so positive. Not that they hated Captain Time because they never suspected anybody to ever die on the show. And I kind of think that's true. You know, when you deal with a, a, a family show like this, uh, to have something like that happen it shows the power of the main villain how evil he can be to kill off one of his own and uh you let a villain go that was probably one of our best episodes uh that was well written that um he's the one who back in the episode where we hosted horror express this would have been episode uh two two hundred two oh one uh, 201, our second, our second series, second season premiere. Um, he, uh, 
created a world that was trying to, an award show that uh, he, uh, a, a projection like Mysterio and Spider-Man, you know, was where uh, every, uh, I thought that I was getting an award for the best show and it turns out it was all fake and you have to see that one. That was actually nominated for a pretty nice award and we did a good show with that. So things, killing off Captain Time was a hard choice, but it's like they say in science fiction. When they killed off Spock in Star Trek II, he was supposed to stay dead. Hmm? Oh yeah, he was supposed to stay dead. The original thought process was Leonard Nimoy did not want to be Spock anymore. He was sick of it. And after they killed him off, he suddenly changed his mind and said, wait a minute, <laughs> maybe I'm missing out on something here. And then they wrote him back in. So, uh, you know, never say never, but uh, that was pretty decisive tonight. I think that would be difficult to bring him back. Um, but again, no one ever truly dies in the world of science fiction, so maybe not quite as difficult as someone would believe. So, thank you. I appreciate that. This new main bad guy. Mm -hmm. We don't even know his name, right? No. Who is he? Well, uh, that's going to be part of the mystery for the next several episodes. And there will be, at some point in the series, it may not be next month or next year or I don't know, I, whenever I feel like writing it, um, there will be some point where we unmask him and we reveal who he is. And I think it would surprise everybody to discover who the villain will be. But again, he might be somebody that we haven't even introduced yet far down the line. He might, in fact, be the double agent, you know. So um, I think it will. I, I have all this planned out already. Not like Chris Carter in the X-Files when he had no way to end it. <laughs> I, have, I have certain things in my head that I know I want to do that I think will work. And I'm pretty sure that's the way I want to do it. Um, so as far as the new villain, I think, and, and we've given clues. Oh yeah, what's, yeah, oh yeah, I've given clues over the episodes. If you watch the show, and we do have a lot of fans out there that are like, they break down stuff. I'm surprised because it's just a, even though it's a locally shot, a regionally shot show for the Pittsburgh area, we expand to a national audience and even a worldwide audience when we do YouTube and face, Facebook. So... Uh, and now these podcasts, you know, where they talk about this kind of stuff and these sci-fi conventions and stuff. So I, I had people come up to me at the Steel City Con and ask me questions. Um, so well, I have it planned out and there's there's been clues about who it is and I will not disappoint and we will not change our minds. I know who it's going to be. I have it written in my head how it's going to end and we will go that route. Oh, yeah. WDBT Radio, you are listening to the Pirate's Booty. We are taking your booty calls for another five minutes. We will. We have time for one more. Oh, okay, good. We have time for one more call. Uh, I'm sorry if we don't get all your get to all your calls tonight. Uh, please leave voicemails when we will try to answer them, and we will try to answer if not through voicemail, uh, your social media. We also do that through the Walk the Plank Show, but. Uh, we, like I said, we want to make an hour broadcast, and here we go. So we have one more call. This one is from Canton, Ohio, and this one comes from Jim, who wants to talk about horror hosts. Jim, you are on the air with the Pirate's Booty. Hello, my name is James Muscrella. I'm watching your show right now mm -hmm. uh, on my tablet. Uh, 
I'm calling from Canton, Ohio, and uh, one of the dead very treasures I remember was uh, when I used to visit uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with my relatives, uh, my family, we'd, we'd uh, uh, kids would watch Chiller Theater oh, yeah. in Pittsburgh with Bill, Chili Billy Cardell mm-hmm. and the Chiller Theater family on Saturday night. Later. Oh, yeah, I remember that quite well. Uh, we... In fact, part of the inspiration for this show comes from the fact that I grew up in Pittsburgh and I watched Chiller Theater. Uh, in fact, if you watch the pre-show tonight, I'm wearing a, a Chiller Theater t-shirt as a throwback to retro television. You know, Chiller Theater, for those of you who are not from the Pittsburgh area, was, a, was one of the original horror host shows that aired in the 60s, 70s, and I think it quit in the mid-80s. Um, I, I always said this because I, I met Bill Cardill, who was the host, Chili Billy, they called him, and I had him on another show I, uh, once that I worked with called Fright Night Friday. We had him on the show there, and I talked with him at length uh, several times, uh, not just on that show, but I met him at conventions. I knew him fairly well through the movie media and things like that. In fact, I got a chance to work with him on the remake of Night of the Living Dead way back in 1990, 91, something like that. And uh, one of the things he was proud of that I learned out that Chevy Chase, you know Chevy Chase from Christmas Vacation and Fletch and all those movies from the 80s and 90s? Do you know that when Saturday Night Live aired live, not reruns, live, Chevy Chase never was on in the Pittsburgh area? Did you know that? <laughs> He's like, Dave was like, who's Chevy Chase? <laughs> Chevy Chase is an older actor. He was in Christmas Vacation. Okay, yeah, that's him, right. Uh, he never aired live in Pittsburgh. Want to know why? And he was the ho- he was the original host of uh, Saturday Night Live, like uh, the, uh, the news update and things like that. Because Chiller Theater was so popular in the Pittsburgh area, and it was on Channel 11, which was an NBC affiliate. When Saturday Night Live started in 1974, or 75, somewhere in that area, Chase was on the first two years. Uh, NBC would not air the show. They said, we got our own show. We got a, a horror host show that is gangbusters great. And they never aired it. Uh, so eventually, they started airing it, but Chase had already left the show when Bill Murray, I think, came aboard. And... So he never aired in the Pittsburgh area. So uh, they, I think they moved Chiller Theater to a late, late show concept after Saturday Night Live was over. It came out at one in the morning, I believe. But uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so that's that's exactly why. So, well, thank you. I'm uh, Thank you for the call and thank you for going down Nostalgia Lane with me as far as um, the Pirate's Booty and uh, Chiller Theater. And thank you to all of our callers that called this evening. Uh, We hope we answered some of your questions, had another fun installment of our podcast, uh, and uh, the booty calls itself on The Pirate's Booty, the official after show of Dead and Buried Treasures. We thank you for calling in. It was such a pleasure to talk to all of our viewers out there. I guess, should we call them fans now? (laughs) Dad's like, that's awful. That's, what? He said, that's awfully arrogant. Well, that's true. People just might be watching the show to go fall asleep, for all I know. Who says they're fans? <laughs> right. 
But anyway, thank you to everyone who called in tonight. Thank you again uh, for watching Dead and Buried Treasures. Oh, and don't forget our contest uh, at the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival. If you come out on Pirates Weekend and find me and identify me as Captain Calico Drake, not just, hey, pirate guy. No, you got to get my name right, and you got to get the name of the flagship station that we're on, BPTV. You can win discounted passes to come back to the Renaissance Festival uh, that are good through October 10th. And our big Halloween contest is next month. You'll see more about that on the pre-show and our Facebook page. Until next time, everyone, have a great night. Thanks for listening, and take care. Good night.